Hello, and welcome to another episode of In Another World, a pop culture podcast. It is Monday, which means it is time for Messy Mondays. I'm Zachary Landolt. And I'm Tom Cornell. How are you doing? Well, let's pick up the conversation where we were right before we hit started hit recording. Yeah, we were when would you like to die? <laughs> Again, what age? <laughs> let's start off things like, a little good. light this week. I know. I didn't want to forget what we were talking about because I was like, I would like an answer to this question. <laughs> so we were t- we were talking about being carded, which brought up the idea of like, we're both, I'm in my early 30s. Uh, Tom am, is new to the club. I, um, well, I'm almost a year in, so. Still, I think that's still new. I think that's, that's okay. New that's still, how yeah, old are when you? I was, when I, I was 30, I'm me. freshly 30. <laughs> freshly 30 when I was 30. Uh, I don't feel my age, but I am my age factually. But That's, you had said... Sometimes facts are facts, America. Facts are Let's, facts. Sometimes. And you had said, you know, we could be halfway through our lives, I which I said, well, I hope not. And then Tom said, I don't know that I am. <laughs> well, here's the thing. I've been thinking about this particular morbid topic a lot. Oh, why not? Recently. Well, here's the thing. So like, okay. It's like, we all know, right, that people our age, by the time we get to, I'm going to say with air quotes, retirement age, unless we have made enough money to create a retirement fund for ourselves, there is no retiring, right? But like, also, when you get to a certain age, like, sometimes you can't take care of yourself, things happen, whatever, whatever. Who, I certainly don't have the money to put myself in a home, (laughs) and I'm not going to have children, and I will, I'm going to assume by the time that I am that age, my parents will have passed, you know what I mean? And like, I'm not going to like my brother is like a little bit older than me. So like, he's also going to be older. Like, why would he have to take care of me? So like, where, where does it come from? Do you know what I mean? Like, I would almost like to get a surprise taking out at like 65. Do you know what I mean? Where just like, it's over. But also I didn't have to worry about like the end of my life because it's over. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sorry, I was uh, so, also distracted but, because there's a rainstorm came sure, in did, like a wrecking ball. Because now I'm like I'm hearing like, like thud thud of like, <laughs> like the wind. I'm like, where did this come from, ladies? Like it was not raining. Not five I can now ago. Uh, hear it just like a slight bit, but Whatever. it's not it's distracting. Yeah. So we're talking about dark topics. No, um, <laughs> it's a very good question. I would be lying if I didn't say I haven't thought about this you know, a decent amount. I think, well, I think everyone thinks about yeah, it. You know also, I mean? like, the first 30 years of my life did not feel, they felt very slow. And I imagine the next 30 years, should I be gifted 30 more years on this planet, are going to be very slow. But, like, things aren't looking good worldwide either. So, like, yeah. do I want to be around for whatever is about to happen? See, these are all things that I'm contemplating. Like, oh, I definitely think about, like, what, what will the world be in 20 years? Not good. Right now, yeah, it does not feel good. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, I definitely, you know, I think when I was younger, I always thought, like, well, you know, anything that happens with, like, global warming, like, won't happen, we'll happen after, after I'm already I'm, gone. Yeah, gone. And now yeah. that's kind of, like, I think the script has been flipped. And I feel like that's the not time, The countdown to, like, fix things is 
clicking down quickly. I will say that that clock, whatever that clock is, is moving much faster than my age clock, right? Yes. Like those are in two different paces. Like the time is ticking differently. I would agree with that. Absolutely. Also, like content warning, I'm going to talk about suicide just briefly. Not that I want just to a, commit just it, a just a little bit. Yeah, okay. But like, cool. I literally told Tiffany the one day we were sitting down and talking, we were talking about COVID and like all the things that have come up, you know, COVID, COVID, COVID. And I was like, whatever is next, if there is a next thing, I'm just done. Like I'm calling it. Like I don't want to have to live. Like, listen, I lived through September 11th, Columbine, (laughs) the first recession, the second recession. And then like, I had like a couple good years in the mid 2010s and then like COVID hit. And then like, now there's the Delta gamma, you know, the whole fraternity of variants of COVID are like coming for me. And I'm like, what if I make it through all of these COVID variants and then there's a new thing on the other side of that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't want to be part of it. Like, I don't want to be in the, I, don't want to be I will be in the history books as the person who was like, yeah, fuck, fuck this. I'm out. <laughs> Whatever it is this is, I'm not going to partake in it. Like, and that's a choice that I'm willing to make. I'm joking, obviously, but I also wanted oh to give God. a little bit of a content warning, like <laughs> that I was going yeah. to be joking about some, some such topic. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I don't know what my, what my breaking point would be, you know what I mean? Cause I also I'm feel there. like I'm like there. <laughs> like right there well it's like i've 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 lived through some particularly hard things in my life so i think i kind of have this thing of like well those things didn't do me in so i guess maybe we'll get through this but i will say there were moments of covid as i know many people can relate Mm -hmm. where it felt like this is too much (laughs) this is (laughs) too much yeah well I also think because there's been a lot of my life too we're just like sad that sad times mm-hmm. and I was like well sad things bring sad times and then I get to the other side of that and then a new sad thing with sad times comes with it yeah like my highs much shorter than the lows I just am <laughs> gonna just throw that out there <laughs> and like my highs have been like over the course of minutes like minutes like not like I can't think of a year where I was like, that was a great year. Start to finish, wonderful year. Beautiful year. Do you think, think, this might be a a dumb question or a quick answer. Do you think your life has been getting progressively better or worse? Same. It's just same? (laughs) Well, I just, okay. I, it's definitely it, it, you, I, I don't know. I think the last two years have really like fucked up my perception of things. Sure, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but but like, uh, I would say like, I thought like the years 2009 to 2013, like my college years, thought they were great. Now that I see them in retrospect, I'm like, whoo, not good, not uh-huh. good. And then their year, there was this like, they had like different eras of my life. So there was the years where I got home, like I wasn't in college anymore. I lived with my parents and like that three year situation was like also not good. Financially stable. Yes. Good. No. (laughs) Then I like moved into the city. And this is like the era I am in now. And there has been like lots of mini eras inside of this era. (laughs) And I would say like, we're like, we're at a neutral state as far Mm -hmm. as like where we are now ish. Yeah. But like, what does that mean? I mean, maybe it is. It sounds like it is getting better. But like, I would say like 2018, like was not a good year, like a very bad year. I was unemployed, like almost whole 12 months around that time. So it was like, 
that was tough. And then also the idea of being on unemployment again when COVID hit, I was like, well, here we fucking go. <laughs> like, yeah, because I think having done it once gave me like a whole different perspective. But I also think having already done unemployment, I got it faster than everyone else because like I was on fi- I was on file. I felt like, like they oh, were like, you? yeah, yeah. You? Oh, hi, what's up? Yeah. Hi, poor. <laughs> Welcome hey, back poor. to the poor. Money. <laughs> need money. <laughs> During these hard, these unprecedented times need cash. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think my, my 2020, I had, I had, I had not been unemployed since like, I don't know, like more college, I guess. Cause I wasn't really like employed much during college. So it felt weird to spend like literally a whole year unemployed. Like, I mean, I'm, I'm, as of this moment, I'm still unemployed. I'm still figuring out that next <laughs> that next phase and the, talking about the, tick, the ticking of a clock like the tick tock of unemployment it's like <laughs> you only have six more weeks figure out your life those <laughs> letters are so scary yeah so although go ahead sorry no i'm gonna say it's just like it's it feels weird it feels oddly like like foreign to be going back to work right now even though it's like the world's like quote well you know quote unquote going back to normal but also I don't, there's like I don't know uh, something right? bad I, there's a storm brewing like uh, conservative people too. are now telling people to get vaccinated conservatives like mm-hmm. when I'm saying conservatives I'm saying like the most conservative conservatives like you gotta go get vaccinated we like, like oh, we have, now you what, care. I'm like what do you know they don't care what do you know what what do you know that I don't know yet because mm-hmm. you are privy to stuff that I am not privy to which is like not my favorite thing but like right. you telling your telling your the people who have not believed in science for the past two years you're the one who's like running and telling your people to get vaccinated yeah. i don't know something seems fishy yeah like i don't know the optimist in me hopes that maybe they're just like not wanting another wave to come so it's like let's like finally like, admit that we're you know whatever. well they have been i think they have profited more off of covid than whenever there wasn't covid so fair enough Elsa. so to me it's like it's it's not that the profit has run dry it's like that something truly scary is happening and they had to get vaccinated so they have to tell their people to get vaccinated like that's <sighs> what i'm thinking no, I mean, I'm definitely, I can be, I can be like a slight bit of a pessimist or maybe a realist is maybe the more the word. Cause I'm I mean, like, I'm, I'm not hoping for the worst, but like, I'm never shocked by it either. Like I remember in 2020 when it, when quarantine like first started, mm-hmm. everyone was like, it's just going to be for like six weeks. And the whole time I was like, no, it's not. Or it's going to be like at least like six months. Like I was like, I was in this other place and people at the time would tell me, oh, that's, that's too negative. You're being too negative. And I was like, okay, we'll see how this plays out. And, you know, I'm not saying, I'm, I'm not looking for a pat on the back, but like, you know, I was not shocked when things went the way that I anticipated they were going to go. And so mm-hmm. I have been having this little like dog whistle going off in my brain lately of, I don't think we're done. Like, I feel like nope, maybe we're nope. going to get locked down again. Um, I hope not. Like, I hope not. I'm not saying I'm a prophet. I don't know I anything. I will say there was maybe like one week in June where I was like, okay. Right. Okay. And then by the end of that week, I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, nope, something's wrong. I don't know what. I don't even remember. Like, I don't even think the Delta variant was around. But like, I got through that week where I was like living life, you know, like going and doing things. I was like, something's wrong. 
like something yeah it still feels foreign to me to go to like a bar or a restaurant or well like tonight i'm going to see my friend in a play and it feels so weird to be going to a play with like people are you gonna wear a mask tonight this is the real question i'm not judging i'm not judging you either way i just am like curious so it's this weird thing where like it's they're not requiring masks right i don't think a lot of places are requiring masks at this point i wore my mask to get my hair cut the other day but no one in the no one in the barbershop was wearing a mask so but yeah there is part of me that's kind of like maybe i'll wear a mask for my own my own safe like i don't know it's it's because i'm like yeah i'm vaccinated but like that doesn't necessarily mean anything doesn't seem to matter anymore right my queen and icon marina got covid a second <laughs> yeah like we well, really I'm vaccinated it was almost like a prada handbag they were like well i have had the vaccine which one did you get moderna pfizer <laughs> or, and then but with like, johnson we would like shit on johnson and johnson people like we would, <laughs> Oh, you're a Johnson and Johnson. You didn't get the mRNA? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was a Pfizer, a Pfizer gal myself. I got Moderna. Okay. Moderna. Yeah. Moderna. Yeah. Yeah. So I my answer to the mask question, I might wear a mask. Uh I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel the vibe. I'm gonna see how crowded it is. Uh, and sure. how close I am to other people and and, f- and feel it out. I always have a mask in my bag, just like in case, like always. Yeah, I, I, I always, I still, there's always remember. one on my person. There's always like one around. Like there's never, I'm never not out without like having one nearby. But. Yeah. I will say I do feel a shift coming though, because I feel like in like early to mid June, if I went to the grocery store or something, nobody was wearing a mask. And I was like, oh, I guess everything's, looking normal but now when i go to the grocery store it's like half and half again and i'm like oh yeah i just think that like everything's getting played so fast and loose mm-hmm. i think that they lifted mask mandates too fast too fast i agree yeah. too fast because now it's going to be harder to mandate people to wear masks because you kind of got rid of it already do you right. know what i'm saying like i also just watched a whole youtube video about this and i was like from what happened in like the 20s or whatever oh. the last pandemic <laughs> the world got to experience yeah or was, it happened specifically previously in San- on world pandemics right do you know like it's all just a little bit of history repeating like i mean like oh my god are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> that's a lovely a lovely vocal thank you so much <laughs> also can i tell you speaking of vocals can i tell you a story <laughs> sure <laughs> so i feel um, like i know what this might be related to <laughs> i haven't touched it yet so i have not yeah, with it yet. um so as you know uh listeners our show will be spinning off into its own thing in in mm-hmm. the near future uh and a little a little teaser we do have a <laughs> A theme track that mm-hmm. was put together by Tom. Hi. A lovely track, I must say. Um, it's a, it's a, it's a moment. <laughs> it's a moment. It's a definite mm-hmm. moment. And I had been like, well, I want to live my pop star fantasy too, and be on the track as well. Um, and <laughs> when I tell so- <laughs> you, when I tell you, I did, I think, like twenty takes of that. Of that you did track. way more passes than I did. I think I did like nine 
passes, but I did them in sections too. Oh, okay. So like I did like a section and I would do another section. Well, here's like, here's like the realty of this story, which is so funny. Like, I think it's, I think it is funny now, but I think both of us had different like emotions running while this has been happening. So like I wrote it, I wrote, I like, I did not say I was going to write lyrics, but I was like, let me try. I've never like put vocals down on our track, like where I would have, like, yeah. I did some like whisper singing on the recollect thing, but it's like just the words recollect. So it's I like, like ambiance, didn't... yeah. Yeah. And it was like, that was one pass. I just went recollect. And I was like, great, cool, good. We're done. Put some vocal effects on it. It blended pretty well on its own. So I was like, let me challenge myself. Let's see what I can do. Write like a cute little ditty. I sent it's it to Zach. And Zach was like, I want it to be 45 seconds. And I had it at a minute. So I was like, cool beans. I said, I make it 45 seconds. I said to Zach and Zach's like, well, I, uh, well, I like, I think I would like to like, uh, can I put some vocals on it? And I was just like, why didn't you just tell me that the last time? Like, why didn't you tell me when I was editing it down to 45 seconds that you would also <laughs> like, well, I you guess I... those could have been two, like could have been like two things where I was just like, oh yeah, definitely. But then I was like, well, he doesn't like my vocals. <laughs> No, I know. <laughs> but it was just like a whole like funny like series of things and I was just like ah, ah but I also think I was just like a little overwhelmed because I was like I barely know what I barely know what I'm doing and Zach was like asking me to do something I was like I don't really know if I know how to do that but like we'll figure it out <laughs> but I have I, I it'll be fine it's all gonna it's gonna be great and it's gonna have both of our it's vocals on fabulous. it it's gonna be a good time. Gonna be. no yeah. it actually it was it was actually opposite like the track was so fun and so good I was like <laughs> I felt like some FOMO I'm like why say I love I love I love I I wasn't even trying to exclude you I like didn't even think about it but like I, my favorite when you were like, like, I think for branding, maybe I should also. <laughs> I meant like, I have to make a Fiona. That's all I meant. But because I also was having this whole thing of like, how dare I come in here like a, a like a wrecking ball and be like, I have something to add. I don't like that. Like after you'd already done all this work, I'm like, God, I'm gonna be such a dick if I ask if my vocals can be on this track now. Um, but I was I was I was feeling some type of way about it and not in like, like a I jealous- knew that <laughs> I knew that. I, I I figured it out. You did say it like you did it like at the brief at because fun fact for everyone like you know like real celebrities we only speak during, via voice memo so it disappears every two minutes yeah so like at one at the end of one of zach's like voice memos he was like and i feel a little bit left out it was like it was like as you were like ending the message like, I, I did not like, say that. I really said yeah you did you're like oh my you're god like, I, just, you're like, I just feel like a little bit. like okay all right well then uh, i just remember <laughs> you i just remember you were like um, cause I said this like, cause me, classic me, I like overthought this like way too much. I was like, oh God, Tom's going to be so offended that I'm asking to be on the track after all this work has already been done. And he's, and Tom's going to think that I'm thinking that his, like the vocals are bad. Like I was like going to like all these different things. And your first response was, okay, uh, breathe, like calm down. <laughs> like everything's fine. <laughs> like, chill I was, out. I was just like. Yeah, okay. Like let's we'll figure it out. You're like I don't know, record the vocals. Yeah, I was just like <laughs> Okay. So all that being said, so then I was like, cool. So here we go. And Can't by the way, it's been a no, whole I... drama. I sent it three times and finally it went through. Like it was like the whole thing, like it was not going through. It finally I almost, went through. I cannot tell you that I had a text right now, which is like, let's just buy a fiver. <laughs> like like, 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 like <laughs> I was just 
like, I don't know what to do about this anymore. You can't figure out how to send the vocals. And like, I couldn't figure out how to send the blank track to you. Like, it was just like, a I don't know. I don't think, I think it was trying to send it as a larger file. And so it was just like, not sending, it like but it never sent email. me a message saying your message didn't send. So I thought I had sent. And then it was only when I would look back and like, what the fuck? Um, because also you have a, you have a life, so I was like, Tom just probably hasn't looked at it yet, and then I realized yeah. twice that it had not got there. Finally fixed it. That's all that being said. But when I went to get recorded, yeah, vocals, I ha- I have it now, so we are good on that part. Yeah. yeah. So I was all excited, like, cool. He, <laughs> Tom said, it's fine. Let's record these vocals. <laughs> this will be easy peasy lemon squeezy. We'll be done with this in five minutes probably. <clears throat> um, so. It, it's only when I started listening to the track in a in an attempt to replicate it that I realized you had a you had a very particular cadence to the to the verse, which is like very fun but very fast. And I will say, well, not so, many spots, not many spots to breathe is what I would mainly say. And so I had one point where I was like, oh my god, I sound like shit. Oh my god, I sound so bad. I I can't sing because I was just getting like out of breath by the end of the phrase and eventually i figured out i was like okay here's the place where, uh, this is good this is good but i was like i was like a mini a mini meltdown i'm like oh my god i have what i already said i was gonna send this so i have to send this but it sounds so bad so i was like i'll do another take i'll do another take and it's just like me in my room having like a, like a connection bed i'm just and like, now i just imagine you going like, it's messy monday oh i mean like it, i mean like i remember it was like and it wasn't that part of that i was still like fine with breath it was but it was always i can tell you the part where i was like, <gasps> like it was like i would grab i'm like squeezing my diaphragm to get enough air out it was by the um it was like the very end the whispering um, um yeah that part but i was still out of breath i'd be like like i can't even if it was like it wasn't like a thing where i'm saying it's bad and if you listen to it been like, oh that's not bad like it was bad. Um, it, I will say it's a very vulnerable place to like hear yourself recorded, played back to you. Like not oh. in a way, like I'm so accustomed to my speaking voice being recorded and hearing right. it back at this point, but That's like singing, like oh. uh, singing, like you're trying to sing and hearing that back and you're like, huh, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's run that back. I'm sorry. I eventually had to be like Zach, like literally, just like have fun with it because that's all this. This is not American Idol auditions. This is not for the voice. Like it's not the most complex melody either. So it's just like, (laughs) well, because also I was trying to like. I realized at one point I had been singing because I I was learning all the notes just from listening to you. Mm -hmm. Luckily, I I learn things by ear anyway mm-hmm. so that wasn't really like a problem but i realized i, had, I was like why does this one part feel off and it's because i was not singing the same notes like you were <laughs> so i was like ah there it is <laughs> like, like, that one part just sounds off and i'm like it's you bitch it's you <laughs> that's why it's off and i would get so like oh, tom sounds so much better than me why do I, not <laughs> talk? I can sing <laughs> Also, I mean, I don't know what your singing voice is, but I imagine mine's a little bit higher than yours. Just like it's definitely yeah. And so I was trying to because at first I thought like maybe I should 
Oh, match, match I intensity. Take. I did a take. I did you, a did, take you did a take? I, you did a take? I did a take where I didn't send it to you because I was like, I, no one will ever hear this but me. But I was like, you know, I should try. I should try like singing it maybe like down the octave. So that way, <laughs> so that way it'll say, it's messy oh, Monday. It was like, it's messy Monday. <laughs> like, it was so bad. Like, I was just like crying like, no. It's so bad. It was like, like it was so loud, and I was like, okay, nope, we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to sing it up, you gotta sing it up. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, it was lovely. This is not meant to be like a. <clears throat> no, it was just more like... on my end. I had a meltdown. Uh, I also, when I sent it to you, I was like, I was inspired by both Usher and Enya, and I think the <laughs> cadence is very Usher, but at the end, whenever it's like whispering over like these synths, it definitely feels a little bit like Enya. <laughs> Like it feels just like a little bit like, wait, what? What is happening? That's <laughs> very the mix with Usher. Yeah. It was very of- Usher. I definitely heard the mm. Usher. Yeah. No. With all that being said, I think it's really fun. And I'm excited it is, people I'm to, ex- to hear it. I'm excited for it to be done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not because I wasn't. I this is like a true test of like me like figuring out how to use Final Cut Pro. So there is that. I'm not to change the subject completely. I just want to say this because I really haven't taken a moment to celebrate myself except for on Instagram. So it bears repeating is in the top 10 podcasts of Pittsburgh. We got nominated and people did it. And I I'm actually kind of flabbergasted. I was like, there's every time we do, every time I've inserted us into something that we probably shouldn't be yeah. like inserted into, hasn't quite worked out. But I did post on my Instagram every single day. Mm-hmm. And I think people were actually I think people were actually doing it because I had reminded them so many fucking times. Cause I was like, I mean really and truly. I was like, there's only three more days. Like keep doing it. Like, you had, like a whole video to tutorial like here's what you're gonna do. Well, I did because I just didn't want people to get confused once they got in there. People need to be shown sometimes. Yeah. And I love that it opened right to It Bears Repeating. Like it opened, you just had to hit nominate because scrolling yeah. through all of the options was like oh, excruciating. Yeah. But anyway, I'm excited about that. And then Tiffany That's was very like, exciting. Tiffany, Tiffany texted me. She was like, you should check the email. That email's for you. And I was like, ah, we did it. And she was like, you, you, uh, you, I didn't. You did, you did that, and I was like, I didn't do it, but you did. Yeah, and I was like, really thank congrats. you so much. And I was like, how about in August? Maybe you do a little bit on your social media too, because I feel like you have friends who will do this for you. <laughs> I think Tiffany. I think a lot of people don't realize, and even myself, like we don't realize, like we have like a a support system, even if it's a mm. silent support system. Yeah, like I have people. I think I have almost a thousand followers on Instagram, and like a lot of the people I just yeah, like, like met. Eight. I have like almost 900 so it's like I, I wasn't I wasn't even trying to brag I'm just saying like no, I had no, gathered people me, over it. the <laughs> no we get it <laughs> you made your point um I'm a talented singer and socialite so I, just... I am a vocalist and a I'm... social media influencer so like, I deserve this <laughs> my my EP will be out later this year uh but i just someone commented on my picture and she was like i voted every single day and it was like someone i haven't talked to in like 10 years in any wow. capacity and i was just like people out here really they have their eyes i didn't on vote me. every day i won't i won't lie but i did I'm not, i wasn't this was not a call out moment i just no, didn't think it, like no, i was it. impressed no, we get it. with my people they did they made they made it happen you know yeah. like there, there was, there was, there was, that's definitely true like i always feel like i noticed that 
like there was one time like I had this like insane thing happen with my car and it was like more money than I could even like imagine having in that particular moment and I was like oh god I'm gonna have to make a GoFundMe and my in my brain I was like yeah I'm gonna make a GoFundMe let's see how this goes because in my brain I'm like who do I know like who do I really mm-hmm. know and it was surprising the support that showed up for this GoFundMe like I was like like oh like it was like I had reached the goal within like a few days it was like truly wild so it is strange. We have more support than we think we do, I guess is what I would say. Was that why we've known each other? Because I, I mean, feel like I, I think yes, but we weren't talking that much. It was what it was, honestly. <laughs> this was truly like, I remember being like, cool world. So I should just throw myself off the parkway. Great. Because like, this isn't going great. It was like the exact like to the day, a week after my ex-boyfriend had broken up with me in like a tragic fashion. And it was like, we were just going, we were going to a movie, me and some friends. And I was just getting ready to drive home from the movies and my car like, and it was like a huge transmission thing, which if you know anything about transmissions, they're fucking expensive to fix. So like I had a win recently where I was taking my car in for AC work and I was like, knowing my history with fucking cars, they're going to be like, oh, it's not your AC. It's this entire operating system that's going to be like $1,000 because that's just the way my car usually goes. But luckily this last time they were like, Yep, it's all fixed. It was only this much money. It was like less than my budget. I was like, I was like, oh, okay. Like it was like actually it was like a third of the budget I had set aside for this repair. I'm like, just in case, I'm gonna have like, you know, like this much amount of money ready. And it was like actually less. So it felt like a win for me. For me, that was a win because <laughs> anytime my car isn't just like losing me so much money. Like I know whenever I move, after I'm feeling comfortable and like pretty stable, I think I'm just gonna lease a new car and just get everything I have now. And just I mean, call it a day. Sounds like a plan. I'm just ready to have a newer car where I don't have to worry about repairs because it's just like it's just so frustrating. It's like too much. I don't want it. I also want a hatchback. I want I want more loading area in my car. For loading things, for transportation. All you're going to have now is people asking you to help them move. Oh, no. Oh, no. What am I doing? Although, I guess you don't really have a lot of friends up here. I'm not saying that as a read, but like you're, well, no, you're, exactly. it's going to be a small friend group you're starting with. I don't think, sure. like, if I were to move, I would not be like, Zach and his hatchback. You know, like, I wouldn't be like, that wouldn't be like my first move. Like, I wouldn't make right. that move. Yeah. Oh, I did. Um, I have confirmed when I'm coming up there to visit. Yeah. I, th- I thought we already had dates. When are you um, coming well, up here? It's the week of August 18th through like the 22nd. Oh, yeah. I think I have it in my phone. Oh. I think that's the week I told you. It is. Lovely. Lovely gal. Because I'll be staying with Sam and Alan. How um, exciting. And I thought we could even record a in-person Messy Mondays. Ooh. I guess that would have to happen at my house. (laughs) Probably. Probably. Uh, Oh my God, will I get to sit in one of the pink chairs? Oh my God. uh, Yes. And you saying that, I was like, I have to clean my room, but it's like a month from now. I'm like, (laughs) my room is a mess. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to rain check on that recording, darling. (laughs) I need to change my headphones because, I don't know, they are doing something very strange.
clearly have my life together. They keep like clipping and I'm not, it's like driving me insane. Have you ever just like had it keep clipping on you before? Like your audio? It's like, blah, blah, blah. like every time you talk, I can hear you and understand you like, but it's like garbled almost. But oh, I know God. it's not anything to do with your settings or it's 100%. Yeah, you sounded normal, so that's weird. Mine. Okay, oh, can you talk? Yeah, what's up? Let's okay. keep talking. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm good. Lovely. <laughs> I used to have to do that for my YouTube videos. Okay. So I will clean my room before you come here. Yeah, not for a month. Con confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. Confirmed. Again, Ooh. not for a while. Will clean. Uh, but yeah, you'll exactly. sit in one of the pink chairs. Almost exactly a month. Oh, a little less than a month. A little so. less than a month. So, oh, God, it's so much work for me to do. Um, And I guess, we'll, oh, my God. You'll be, you'll Sam have was, you'll... Um, she was doing her like days off and she's like, I could just like be working on Saturday if you want to do that on Saturday and just like go explore. Sure. Of that week. I'm so, well, I, I'd be like, are you going to explore that day or are we going to explore that day? Well, I would invite you to explore with me. <laughs> I guess, yeah, I guess I could show you where things are, I guess. Yeah. I'd be like, here's a place. We could, yeah, yeah. We'll have to see what places you already go before you get to me. <laughs> and then I could be like, here's a different place. Here's another fun place. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm now like curious as to what part of the city Sam lives in. I'm very curious. But... She fucking told me and I always forget what she says. Well, it's also none of our business to be airing where your friend lives on a podcast. Sam does live on 17. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you almost gave the world her phone number the one day. <laughs> oh, let it not be forgotten that I almost gave her her phone number. I was <laughs> her like, whole ass whoop, phone number. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> on her very mind? first episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's why no one's been calling in. <laughs> also, uh, you said their people were going to call in. You well, told liars. 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 Shame liars. on you. Slander. Shame. Listen, people. Listen. Listen. We have a fucking hotline. Do you know how official that is? Do you know how, like, fancy schmancy? I like have this all set up. You call in. It's all fancy schmancy. It's just the voicemail. It's all good to go. Gives you all the instructions you need. And again, if you need that number, it is 412-437-8558. Number hasn't changed. Haven't got any phone numbers. It's like me waiting on people ask me out. Just crickets. God, same. <laughs> I also am not actively trying to date, so I don't know why I'm like, oh, no one's asking. I'm in sort of, I had like a, a not an epiphany, because it's just nothing I haven't thought about before epiphany. this week, but... Uh, and hell, I think I've even talked about it on the show where I'm just like, I, I, I almost feel like me trying to meet someone right now would be like sabotaging my own life. You know what I mean? Because it's either yeah. like, it's either going to be like me talking myself out of moving. So like, I could never move now. I met this boyfriend. Or it's me still moving because I know I want to, but now being like slightly heartbroken because I'm like, Fuck, this really sucks. So I've decided the, the discomfort of like wanting companionship for a while longer is much less than 
actually meeting someone and I would say so yeah well I was I was living in a delusional place then where I was like you know just be a friends with benefits situation that's fine but like I know I I'm my brain tries to trick me and I I won't have it because I know I'm a very I almost think I might be like demisexual because I do crave like emotional companionship tied in with all of that and so it's very hard for me to disconnect my feelings from uh, uh, um intimate moments i'm not like that's that crying clingy person but Mm -hmm. i i will like i will think about why someone hasn't texted me like absolutely yeah doesn't sound sound like a a good fwb situation to like have that going on yeah i did well i did meet this this uh lovely gentleman this past week and we had a nice little time um but it was like mm, what am i doing here you know what i mean like it was it was like it was fine it was fun but it was just like i've after you've had like hookups like you've had the hookups like it's it's you know unless something just like truly rocks your world it's it's a it's the same it's the same shenanigans more or less i mean i'm gonna tell you about a lovely time I had by myself a mm. couple days ago listen oh. I punched out of work right and I like I took two hard hits from a strain that I had not tried yeah. yet and that was a mistake <laughs> I like they were <laughs> yeah. big hits and I was like oh my god and then like I'm I on pu- Jupiter <laughs> I pulled out the prostate massager which I hadn't used in a while and I was like let's see if we can get this in just like nice and slow and like listen I had a lovely little time good for you and- but I also was like also not on this planet. Like it was, <laughs> it's like an out of body experience. I was like, I don't know that a man could bring that to me. You know, like oh, I don't, like I don't know that that could happen. I had an old partner that I'll just say the sex was very bland and the same. Mm-hmm. Like it was more of the same pretty much every time. And the one time where I, I felt like, wow, that was like really great. I had to remember that I had taken an edible before we like had sex. <laughs> and so I was like, Zach, that wasn't that wasn't the dick. That was the gummy. Yeah. <laughs> You're like it just feels like 10 times better. Like I, I would be like, wow, this is incredible it's like it's not the person <laughs> like it's like it's not the person it was the high it was not it was, was not the person it was the high but i was Absolutely. like i would enjoy doing that with another person though like i would right. definitely have to be the high one i'd be like you can't also be high you need to like know what's going on down on this planet <laughs> but while right. i'm up there i need you to put in the work you know what i mean yeah i yeah i'll return well, the favor later <laughs> Right, and you can go to your astral plane and i'll just when i come back from neptune like we'll we'll check in with you (laughs) (laughs) garden panties oh my god i'm a i'm I'm convinced that's gonna be my number one song at the end of this year and i'm so embarrassed about it (laughs) oh my god i had such a happy moment at the gym the other day because you know, my gym, I like it or whatever, but there are a lot of people there that are like not my demographic. Like sure, very sure. like they're they're staring at the Fox News on the TVs, if you know what I mean. Ooh. Like, you know, they're that type. Um, luckily, no one really like messes with anybody, so it's mostly whatever. But there was a moment where the the, the actual like gym because the gym sound system will pump out music, but most people obviously listen to their own shit. Sure. Um, and I was like, 
I think my headphones had died for a second. I was like, oh shit. So I had to like, get my backup ones. And blasting over the speakers was Malibu by Kim Petras. And there was just something like so satisfying about this openly trans pop star just like blasting through this gym and just subversively playing for all of these awful people. It was really, it was a lovely moment. We love to, we love representation in our gyms. In our gyms. <laughs> Yeah. Well, should we transition into our messy Mondays segment? Sure, sure, official sure. segment? I have a, I have a few things this week. Because I if we keep also... going, this will turn into another RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. And I don't think either nope. of us want that. I, I certainly don't want that. <laughs> uh, but I also have no other outlet. I don't really talk about it too much. And I, I also love hearing like, your thoughts. I don't post it on social media because I don't want people to bully me into sharing my thoughts publicly. No, yeah. <laughs> We also, on one episode of Recollect, for like 30 minutes at the end of an episode behind the paywall, there's like talk. We talked about All Star 6 and I was like, we can't tell people that this is here. I like literally said, I was like, we cannot tell people that this is at the end of this because it'll be madness. Um, I really agree with your top three, though. That would be a dream top three. It would be. I mean, Scarlett was in my top three until she was unfortunately, (sighs) sadly eliminated. I've been so, and there's such a joy, my last comment before I move on, there's such a joy in watching, like, Trinity get a better showing, or, like, yeah, even just, like, Sony getting, like, a a proper showing. It's just been Mm -hmm. very, very satisfying. This is definitely the most satisfying season of All Stars since two for me. It's a different kind of satisfying. All Stars yeah, I mean, Two is different, but All yeah. Stars Two was like the pot was stirred just so, mm-hmm. and it just was like beautiful because of that. Yeah. But I think what All Stars Six has is like we are getting to see talent that we were not yeah. an opportunity to see before, and I think that's what All Stars. Yeah. Love it. Because I remember even like someone. Um, when it, uh, granted it was someone that I just didn't think did not watch Drag Race from the beginning but when I was like I was getting super pumped for the Sonique lip sync and mm-hmm. they're like oh is she gonna be good opposite Manila I'm like uh do you know what Sonique does she's a flips and tricks girl like this is I honestly thought amazing. Morgan McMichaels was gonna be behind that wall because I that's what I wanted like in my head I was like <sighs> if that's Morgan McMichaels I will sit on my kitchen Spring. floor and just scream because that's where I was watching it. I was baking cookies while I was, of course I was, baking cookies while I was because high, watching Drag Race. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, um, who wants to go first this week? It does not matter to me. Um, I have two, and then I also have a third one, but the third one is like a chapter book. So I was like kind of saving that for me to read on the other side of this, but right. <laughs> I did want to read it to myself. It's like, that's what it boils down to. <gasps> Um, I have three, so maybe I should go, go first because then yeah. you can do yours in the in the yeah yeah yeah. It, it times out. Yeah, you start and finish, and then <laughs> I just I we go back and forth. Yes, that's a good that's a good way to do it. Yeah, okay, uh, this one was titled "How Do I Do This?" Okay, <clears throat> what Reddit was this from? Can I just ask that? Oh, ask ask uh, Gay Bros. Okay, we love Ask Gay Bros. Ask Gay Bros. We've been friends, or should I say more than friends, for three months or so, and suddenly after an exchange of goodnight texts, boom, blocked, on all social networks, can't even call him. I'm tired of all of this um, pop-up today, runaway tomorrow business online. Should I, (laughs) what should I do to try to contact him, or should I just leave this well enough alone? So they never met in real life? Is that what we're trying to assume here? I mean, they said, yeah, more than friends for three months or so. So I feel like they've they've been fucking around. But then, 
But I guess they said they were blocked on both phone-wise and on social medias. I would say if someone does such a like aggressive blocking of you, um, it probably unless you know you did something that pissed them off, mm-hmm. it actually has nothing to do with you, even though it mm-hmm. obviously feels like the most personal thing ever. And I would just leave it alone. Oh yeah, I would not talk to this person anymore. But if you like run into them in real life, I would tell them what it was. Oh no, yeah, I mean that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. I'd just be like, uh, that was like fucked up. I the f- okay. Here's my rule of thumb. Yeah. If you message me and we like message back and forth like a handful of messages. Yeah. And then you don't talk to me anymore and like you ghost me then, that's fine. That's sure, fine. Yeah, like we're interested. That's fine. I would sure. do the same. That's life. But if I have now met you and we are talking in real life and you have decided that you do not want to be associated with me anymore, you need to tell me. You don't just like ghost me at that point. You need to because be like it's not fair. It's not right. fair. It's just like you don't even have to like it's not like we're breaking up like if we were just if it wasn't that serious you could just be like hey i'm like not interested in hanging or like fooling around with you anymore whatever whatever like of course like it's a little blow to the ego but like i would rather have that than just like getting blocked and wondering like because when something that aggressive happens to you it feels very personal so then of course especially if you're someone that overthinks anyway you're gonna be like oh god what happened what I do. And it's yeah. like, it's just unfair to put someone through that emotional turmoil if it's just, if it was just a thing of like, I just am not feeling this. You can sure. tell them that. Yeah. Like, you can send it as a text. Like, you and know what I mean? Like, you don't have to talk on the phone. Because me being me, I don't really overthink things. I just like, I'm ugly is the only conclusion. It has nothing to do with my personality because obviously it's sparkling and wonderful and beautiful. Of and of course, course you love that. Yeah. But I'm ugly. Like, that is immediately what I want to go to. Well, you're not ugly. So I literally, at one point was gonna text Sam my ex and I was just like is it because I'm ugly like <laughs> like I had that text written so oh, many times I was just like you know just I had me, written the entire time I dated my last boyfriend he I don't even say he insinuated he more or less even like asked me once like would you ever consider like shaving your beard off and having a mustache and I was like um no, I don't think the mustache fantasy is for me. It's not well, something I particularly wanted. Um, because I just, I just, I, can't, I don't, I don't see myself with a mustache. Like, yes, I could grow a mustache, have a very dark facial hair pattern, but I just, I didn't mm-hmm. want it. And then after we broke up, the next guy he dated had a mustache, no. <laughs> had a mustache, and I almost want to be like, is it because he had a mustache? Is it because I get a mustache? Is it you just finally get your fucking mustache? Isn't it funny how we like hyper fixate on like one thing? It's like, it's because I'm ugly. You think, you think I'm ugly. And they're like, no, it's not because he has a mustache. <laughs> yeah, so it's just funny. Yeah. Oh, my brain loves to hyper fixate. <laughs> it, it's one of the most interesting things. It's always, it doesn't matter who. Oh, it's yeah. It's always like, oh, yeah. It's because, it's because I'm ugly. So it's because I'm ugly. It's because I'm, so it's because I'm ugly. And it's like literally there was no conversation about me being ugly before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, but I get it. I'm ugly. Like we got it. <laughs> Me gaslighting myself into like believing that I'm ugly. It's like oh, it's always because I'm ugly. <sighs> I didn't get that job because I'm ugly. The coffee came so out wrong ugly. because I'm ugly. <laughs> uh, they forgot something in my order because I'm ugly. We get it. <laughs> why you didn't bacon gouda in the bag the with my takeout because I'm ugly. Because I'm ugly. <laughs> 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 <sighs> um, are you ready for my my yes, first doozy of a question? Yeah, go for it. So I got this one from Am I the Asshole? 
and I actually saw this on TikTok and I was like, well, I have to find the original post because now I want to talk about it. (laughs) So if you've seen this on TikTok, no, you didn't. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there. So would I be the asshole if I called off my wedding because my fiance does not want my son to bring his boyfriend to the wedding? My son was born when I was only 15 years old and I've been a single dad since I was 18. It was hard living for a long time money wise, but I always tried my best. I tried to do best by my son. Today I own my own gym and my son is now 22 and going to college and works at my gym full time. He came out to me when he was 14 years old and I've always been supportive of him and his identity. I've been with my fiance for now about two years. While she does come from a very deep religious conservative family, she has never had any issue with my son, at least nothing that she has ever expressed to me. My son has been dating his boyfriend since he was 18 and I've gotten to know him really well. However, my fiance told me recently that she does not want my son's boyfriend to come to the wedding, nor does she want her parents to even get the inclination that my son is gay. That if they found out, they would have a complete fit. This really bothered me because I refused to ask my son to go back in the closet. What is going to happen in the future when my son gets married himself? Mm-hmm. Will they want him to Will they want him and his husband to be barred from other family events? He's my son and he will, will be the best man and it would be unfair to deny him a plus one because her family has an issue with gay people. When I told her this, she got very angry with me and told me that I was being selfish and overdramatic, that it would just be for this one day that she wants a perfect wedding. I told mm-hmm. her that it was unacceptable and that I was not going to ask my son to not bring his boyfriend uh, it's my wedding too, and I want his. I think this is a typo, but I, I think it was supposed to say, and I want his boyfriend there. Yeah. After that, I got the silent treatment for a day, and since then, it hasn't been discussed again. However, this has left an extremely bad taste in my mouth and has me contemplating the wedding, calling the wedding off. I do not want to marry into a family that would potentially discriminate against my son. I love my fiance very much, but my son will always come first. I told my brother and he said that I was being the asshole here, that it would just be for one day, and that since my son is an adult, he's unlikely. Uh, to have that much interaction with his step-grandparents in the future anyway. I still don't feel comfortable about the entire situation and really thinking about calling the wedding off. Would I be the asshole if I did this? Am I being unreasonable here? And I would like to tell you, if you've never been on Am I the Asshole? What they do is, I guess after there's enough answers, they categorize it whether you are the asshole or not. And this was categorized as not the asshole. So Good, I would say, hold on. I would say he's on the the right track. Yeah, Yeah, you couldn't have found a better... Am I the asshole post? Right. Well, because, yeah, that would really, I mean, that would change. I mean, obviously, I don't, I wouldn't be in this specific situation, but like, sure. Yeah. If my partner, yeah, that's insane. That's like, yeah. Like, if, like, uh, like let's, if these, if these people, if they, if they celebrate Christmas, right? Let's uh-huh. assume that this man and his, potential wife i guess at this point like i don't uh-huh. know what i don't know what's going on at this point but like uh if they host christmas and the son brings his boyfriend or partner or whatever yeah like then they're going to interact because you're going to have all of these people in the same place like you're also i cannot believe you've been dating this person for two years and has never come up once when she was talking to her parents that you have a son and he is also gay like how was that feeling, not a conversation? I have a feeling. That I got it's probably, a feeling. I got a feeling <laughs> that tonight's gonna. Yeah. No. Um. I have a feeling that it's probably something the family knows about, but they, I guess, haven't been like directly confronted with it. Potentially, maybe exposed to homosexuality. <gasps> exactly. Can catch There's something. Vaccine for that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> And and maybe 
and maybe this is the first time she's gonna have to actually like stand behind some integrity or something she's choosing to not do that here's the thing here's my personal opinion on this if the parent like if you have the wedding which i would based on this like i would not get married to this person no, like because this is like not. really ugly and gross especially her you... saying i want the perfect wedding i'm like so yes, one that doesn't include 100%. my son's partner like no. that verbiage is like so gross so gross that was where i was like a hundred i was like tr- i was like listening listening and then as soon as that got to that part i was just like absolutely not i feel like there's something about a wedding that brings up stuff that people would never normally mm-hmm. think about like, you know, I I feel weary even bringing this up because like maybe they listen to this show, so maybe this is like. Mm. Are you gonna spill tea? I'm just gonna spill feelings. I'll okay, just say spill feelings. And you know, here's like I'm not saying anything I wouldn't stand behind. I just haven't really said. I had a friend that like I've known them since I was like 14. Like you know, I've okay. been very close for a long time. I can still consider them. You know. A friend we've been you know friends for a long time but when they got married um i was not asked to be in their wedding party and it was one of those things where i know like without a shadow of a doubt that if i had been a a cis female friend of hers that i would have been in the wedding party and it felt like a slight and it felt like a slight that I had never felt from this friend, like ever in our entire friendship. But I can't lie saying that it felt a little bit like a slight. Gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. But I think if if these the parents, the wife's parents, were to come to the wedding and see a gay couple and then cause a ruckus, the perfect wedding was not ruined by the gay son. It was ruined no. by your parents' behavior. Yeah. Also, like, also, it's not I, like they're going to be like rimming each other on the dance floor. <laughs> like, good lord, they're just going to be no. like, you know what I mean? Like, what do you think you're going to see? No. <laughs> no. Like, what do you think? Yeah, like they're going to kiss, probably. Like, you think one's going to show up in a latex bodysuit and like get into like BDSM action? Like, they're just going to mm-hmm. like, they're, they're going to dance, some kissing, some dancing, kissing you know? Dancing. God, oh my, oh god. Also, I mean, yeah. like it's. The relationship, the relationship to the son and the the boyfriend, is longer than the relationship with the fiance and the dad. Yeah, they've been dating so, together for four years. Like the son is twenty two; they've been together since they were eighteen. Yeah, I say. So like the so honestly, their relationship is like stood more test of time than yours has. Uh, Miss I mean, wife, Miss actually true. Yeah, I would say he's on the on the right track, and hopefully good for him. I hope he, hopefully stood his ground. I really hope that's what happened. Um, oh, never mind. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I was gonna read it. It it was archived, and I was like, oh, is there like, did they follow up? Mm-hmm. But yeah, then like I guess edit. the moderator took it down. All right. So okay, I Let mean, it it's still known, there, they but were they not the it. asshole. They are not the asshole. Nope. Um, well, my next one is entitled, Should I Stay or Should I Go? Should I stay or should I, should I, stay or should I go now? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm sure this is a bit of a cliche, but I'm a guy in my mid-20s who hasn't had much chance to explore my buy side with guys. I really feel a need to, but it's not an option because I have a girlfriend and she, understandably, isn't into that. 
The obvious decision is to end things, but I'm really struggling with that. We've been dating for years. She's my best friend. I've never had so much support and care from someone and can't see myself finding such a gem again. I really am lucky to have her in my life. We live together and I could easily see myself marrying her one day. Um, our days are still a lot of fun at this point in our relationship. All that said, I often lie awake late, late at night, feeling like I'm betraying my betraying myself as well as her. I question whether I'm just dragging out inevitable grief for both of us. It seems selfish on my part. We also rarely sleep together. Ooh, okay. That is the most alarming thing you said. Like if you are like forcing it's it to me, it sounds like it's a platonic relationship baseline like it sounds like you have a platonic relationship with this woman and that doesn't mean I'm not trying to like erase your bisexuality and like call you gay that's like not what I'm doing what I'm just saying is like you are not in a like romantic relationship with this person this is what it sounds like I'm not saying you have to have sex every night but you pointed out to us in your question that you are not having relations we rarely sleep together yeah like you like threw that (laughs) 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 oh one last thing we rarely sleep together (laughs) Uh, and we really sleep together <laughs> period go send <laughs> before i can take it out send it send oh by it. the way we don't sleep together uh uh okay so this is not something this is not my first rodeo with like a situation like this and like hearing about it <laughs> um uh, but so like i definitely have friends who have been in like straight relationships and like sometimes both parties were are interested in exploring like a sexuality beyond what they are known to be. Yeah. <laughs> so I think like if this person's like not open-minded enough, I'm not saying you have to be polyamorous, but sure. I, I do think that if I was in a relationship with someone and they were like, Hey, I need to like see this out. I don't think I would say no to that. Like I would be like, mm-hmm. it would be hard. I don't think I would be like, it would be tough. Emph- yeah. And th- and like enthusiastic about it but like i get it like i get it like you just yeah. need to like figure those things out also like my second thought was i was like well what like is do you want a bottom like could you guys try pegging would that be fun for you like to right. like explore that but like that's not the same i'm just I'm saying, i don't like, think that's what they yeah no I think it sounds like the touch of a man don't we all the uh, smell of a man it depends on the smell. Like a nice smell. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like, but I was just like, it depends, it depends. Oh, I hate it when guys, I've had guys who were like, hey, when you come over, don't wear any deodorant or anything. I want to smell you. And I'm like, mm, no. No, I don't think I'm gonna be doing that. But I I I do think that this guy needs to like call this relationship what it is and just be like, ah, it well, sounds like I, you need to get out of this. Well, it sounds oh, oh I'm not. Hmm. It's like I'm not even saying like you like oh you obviously need to break up, but mm. clearly his sexual needs are not being met because again he included we were not having together. <laughs> um, so I don't think he's satisfied, and also I can imagine if 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 I was bisexual and I had only let's say only slept with men at this point, so I had never slept with a woman, sure. and there was just something in me that like felt like I needed to like experience this. I think that would be hard to like turn off in your brain because because the more time you deny it, the more it actually like festers inside of you. And a complete side note, but also yeah. kind of related. Like if you were in love with this woman, 
truly and you are like someone who is a monogamist you like want to be in just one-on-one relationships with people right your mind would not be straying like this no i don't think so either and i think and honestly here's the thing also i don't think this even necessarily means he doesn't love her even it's just like it's more complex than that and i think that she's probably obviously i think there's something there's a bigger conversation we had about i've i've experienced in my life several friends that are bisexual and it's like the girlfriend wants to deny the bisexuality of their male partner in a weird way where it feels like I mean, I don't want to say like homophobia, but it's like I mean like, it could be. You know what I mean? Like but it feels yeah. like like a certain type of homophobia there, where it's like, well, I can't see my my boyfriend wouldn't be like fucking some guy, you know. And it's mm-hmm. for some reason that's like a bigger problem. And sure. I feel like if she thinks that denying him from do- and I get it's weird if your partner wants to sleep don't, with what someone con- else. What were the I, we we need to know the conversations you've already had. To, yeah, and we like there's know. a lot of context that we're missing. All we know is that they rarely sleep together. <laughs> yeah, um, they don't have sex. They're, They're not fucking. No sex. <laughs> yeah, I would say if if he's if he's feeling this strongly about it, and the mm-hmm. feeling isn't going away, I think at some point it's worth having a conversation of like, hey, I'm not giving you an ultimatum, but this feels very important to me, and it's not me trying to get rid of you, but I I you know. It's it's just a conversation needs and to happen. Another thing that could potentially happen. Uh huh. Yeah. If if you in your relationship, like you get permission from your girlfriend to like mm-hmm. explore things, right? That might bring the sex life back. No. Yeah. Into what you guys what are doing. A threesome. Or not. Or even that. Like you're just gonna be like yes. Sure. More of but sex. More potentially sex, like. Please maybe maybe presented in the guise of a, of a threesome like sure. so that way she's not excluded from the sexual act she's still like included um and maybe it would secretly maybe turn her on maybe you might discover new things in your relationship honestly a woman getting to like have a threesome with two men that's like exclusive that's like that's the tea yeah so i say have have the conversation yeah it's it sounds like you need to do this you're gonna keep feeling this way no matter what so like yeah. just you need to get it out of your system it's not gonna go away with time like no, I, no, that's, no, no, that's no. my thing it's it's the longer you deny it i think actually it'll cause them to do more destructive decisions because they'll reach like a breaking point and so i'm like don't get to the breaking point if you're not yeah. trying to sabotage a relationship this lovely platonic relationship um <laughs> i mean maybe they just don't sleep together anymore maybe they used to have a, a more pop and sex life i don't know but all he told no, us it was, was just pointed out and he called together. her his best friend he did which i mean i think your partner should be like your best friend would you refer to them as your best friend like two people i'd be like this is my partner and there's an understanding there that, that this is a person that i hold very dear yeah, to, I wouldn't to my feel heart the need to say specifically like It'd be one thing if I was saying they're my best friend, like in my vows or something. Exactly. We That's you like the I mean? one like, place I'll let you say that. But yeah. otherwise, you would be like, this is my best friend and boyfriend. Like, that's so fucking weird. Right. It's, to me, those are like essentially two different relationships because the assumption is that this is the person that you would consider your best friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe he was trying to make it clear, like, I can't imagine life without her. Like, she's my, you know. All I heard was, like, we're best friends. We've had a lot of great best friend times together. That's all I heard. Like, we know it's your girlfriend. You love her. All you have to say is, we've been dating for years and I love her. You don't have to say, like, she's my best friend. Yeah. Like, there was, like, a lot of words where I was just like, 
pick. I was like, that's weird. That's weird. We don't have sex. (laughs) That's my best friend. I don't have sex with. Oh yeah. Here's also my best friend. I don't have sex with. Didn't feel like I needed to tell you that though. (laughs) This is my best friend. We've never fucked. We've never fucked. (laughs) That's how I'm going to refer to Tiffany. It's like, here's my best friend. I've never fucked. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, well moving along. Moving right along. This is not a visual medium, but there was like a little song and dance that just happened. A little segue dance, if you will. So, okay. This one is from Ask Gay Bros. Um, Boyfriend pretended to... Sorry. Let me... From the top? Make it drop. From the top. Boyfriend pretended like he didn't know me in front of his friends. (gasps) Oh my God. I think I read this one. I don't think I've ever been this humiliated in my entire life. I've been dating my boyfriend since February and overall we're pretty happy. He isn't out. Which is Mm. fine. Mm. Uh, but yesterday was such a blow it made me depressed I saw him at the grocery store and grocery store with his friends and I went over there to talk to him I said hey but he asked me who I was I thought he was joking and said my name but he just acted dumb I'm pretty feminine so his friends were already cackling and sneering at me I just said sorry got the things I needed and left the store he tried calling me later that day but I didn't pick up the whole situation made me feel so hopeless and stupid I've been crying about this for hours with no one to talk to I don't know what to do or how to move forward in our relationship if he keeps this up now there is like we have there's a resolution to this that was posted so we can follow up after we like talk about it so this we'll get we'll actually get to know what happened to these people oh that's satisfying yeah oh this makes me sad i here's saying what this is is like you can say you're fine with being in a relationship with someone who's in the closet until you're presented with the real life like uh you know the reality of that like when you yeah and and I would say if you are like if you are someone who could like handle a friends with benefits situation go ahead and fuck around with a discreet person but not in anything that you would want to see them in real life yeah. Yo, that's what I'm saying I was just yeah. like I don't think discreet people are people to date no I, I can I can even say like it's a whole journey if you're in a completely different part of your life with your with your uh acceptance uh, of your of your sexuality of your identity and being comfortable with it all that stuff and for someone that's in a completely different place in their life you're just not on the same like playing field you know what i mean like because i've mm-hmm. even dated people that were like out but they were like freshly out and even that like again, yeah. not shaming where they are. Everyone's just at different parts of their journey and different right. parts of their life. But it's hard to blend those things together because they're worried about things that you're not even like they're not even on your radar at this point. You're like, oh no, just- like if you're seen holding hands in public, you're not gonna like think twice about it. But if they oh. are, there's like a lot more thought happening there. Yeah, it's it is very different. Like, also, it's what- truly fucked that this guy couldn't even be like, oh, this is my friend. Like it, it, even like you know even said this might i mean was that was sucked in a different way but so, like at least acknowledge like i, I know who this person. person is you know what i mean that's Here, pretty fucked so my thought is that i don't know what this discreet man is like but it sounds like he's very like heteronormative feeling yeah. acting oh, yeah. and his friends are like jock bros that's like my my guess yeah. based on the way they behaved whenever the or at least the guys... bros that will laugh at someone being feminine you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah also like uh, big red flags about who this person hangs out with too. Um, oh, I be- yeah, I, I honestly, yeah. I believe that I'm always the most nervous when I'm dating someone. Like I'm starting to see a new person. I'm really starting to like them when I mm-hmm. finally meet their friends because it can it can reveal a lot. Is what I would say. It 
Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's always like a thing that I think about if I like start seeing someone. I'm like, oh god. What oh, I, I'm always like? like a little anxious about it. To be totally honest, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh god, it's nice when I meet their friends. If they're like oh, super out, no, no big deal. Like I'm not sure. concerned about it as much. Like obviously your friends are like a telltale sign about the people you surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like if I was, for example, my ex was someone who like mm. grew up in the middle of nowhere, had a bunch of like straight friends. And I was like, Ooh, if I ever meet them, what's that going to be like for me? Because I was just like, I was very clear the whole time we're dating. I was like, this doesn't turn off. <laughs> Oh and I've been trying to explain that to my family for the past 12 years and they don't get it either. So like, I just think it's like, <laughs> no one gets it. <laughs> oh, yeah. you said you had one more, right? Oh, also they broke oh, yeah, up. What with this person? Yeah. They broke up. Good. Oh God. Yeah. That's for the best. That's for the best. That that was the update. It just said we broke up. <laughs> no, there was no more story. Update. Like, we broke up. Yep. That's all I needed to know. Update. We never have sex. <laughs> there was never. We rarely have sex. No sex. <laughs> that. My best friend. That's my best friend Katya, and I would never eliminate her. My best friend Katya. <laughs> All my BFF. The first two episodes of All Stars. That's oh, my, Katya's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor thing. Um. So my last one. The t- uh, uh, this one's more like a general question. I guess. Sure. I love a general question. Those are yeah. ones I talk most about. <laughs> yeah. Um, title was I. This was also from. Um, this was actually was from Ask uh, Gay Bros Over Thirty. Ooh, old people. Fuck <laughs> you. I am Wait, also well, over like, thirty. Oh, fuck me. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck me. me. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck me. Oh my god. Uh, the title is I feel like every time I press someone on dating apps towards a relationship, they all um they are all waiting for someone else or better or someone better uh that felt like a typo but that's what they're trying to say sure um guys say i want a relationship on their profiles and i show interest or i might even after a couple of dates ask are we dating towards something serious and they all are like uh no i just want to be single i get that we <laughs> this says i get that we all want usher but he is mostly straight and taken. None of us want to settle. So oh, why I'm are the sure. majority of us doomed to... Oh, so are none of us want to settle. So are the majority of us doomed to be single? This person's going through a lot. Um, uh, no way to eat. Like, of course, I made an Usher reference earlier, but that was in regards to his music. I The, the fact that we are definitely an ass gay bros over 30, whatever you're like, I know we all want Usher. And I was like, like nope, no, I don't know that I've ever said I wanted Usher. Not that Usher is an attractive man, but like I have a lot of issues with Usher, period. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and him as a person. So like to me, that was like, that was a wild. I don't think so, we all want Usher. No, I don't think we all want Usher. I just, but again, beautiful man. Don't want to date so, him. Yeah. So let's, <laughs> let's, so let's break this down like piece by piece. So the okay, first okay, sure, piece sure, sure. is, People on dating apps that say they want a relationship, but then when you are seeing them for a few dates and you press them on, is this going somewhere serious? And they say, mm, I'm actually not looking for a relationship. I want to stay single. My answer to that part of that is that, unfortunately, that does just mean they don't want to date you probably. And sure. they're trying to soften the blow. Because my my number one rule of thumb with dating is when it's good, it's it is easier. Like it, it truly is easier mm-hmm. and it's not as much work. Like I feel like when I've actually 
met someone where it's meant to last for a certain amount of time it doesn't feel like work it just sort of fits Mm -hmm. it falls into place i don't know uh i agree with your sentiment about them trying to soften the blow Mm. which like take it for what it is but it's probably for the best that after like a few dates that you're just like break like you're not not seeing this person anymore i think that's like the best case scenario but what i will say on the flip side i think it's okay to like say in your profile your relationship oriented but in my head i think you need more than a month to figure like something like that out right mm-hmm. like before i'm like really gonna be like how long like if i would not like if like about a month and i would be like do i see myself like this lasting for a very long time or is this fun just for now? Which like both things right. are okay. Uh, and I think, but like, I also think that like, I'm not going to go on three days with someone and be like, Oh no. Yeah. You know I, what I mean? Like I, I, yeah. I don't, but I think this person could potentially just be putting too much pressure on things too. And like, that kind of sucks. Cause I know this person want, like, wants to be in a relationship, but like, you're, there's no way you're going to go on a dating date with someone for once from a dating app and be like, okay we're just gonna push through to get to the serious part of the relationship like that's like just not how things work like there's a lot of like a few like you said like yeah it's like i think i need before i know whether i want to call someone like my quote-unquote boyfriend i feel like it's i mean i guess everything's different but like it's probably at least over a month like like in and a month of like hanging out pretty regularly you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it wouldn't be just after like three dates for sure. Yeah. So I think they might be trying to, I would tell them to take the foot off the gas a little bit and let it let really feel it out. I am like also curious like how old is this person? Like I also yeah. would consider myself like relationship oriented, but I'm also like not trying to like push anything that's not supposed right. to happen. But it sounds like this person like wants to like meet you on the app and be like, and we're gonna get married <laughs> like that's I the, pressure, well, the kind of pressure i'm feeling from this person right and also as this is like for again ask gay bros over 30 mm-hmm. i think there is something that can relate to this where when you get into your 30s and you are ready for a relationship it can sometimes bring out some slight i don't want to say like desperate tendencies but you can you can behave in a way that is a little nail on the head there, Zach. I think you they what? I think you hit the nail on the head there. Well, but like it's tough, but I'm saying, you know, it's tough when you're lonely and you want to meet people. Like, I don't want to be like sure. you're acting desperate, but like I think sometimes these are the can... kind of people that get a mess their first message to you is like, What are you looking for? It's just like oh my God. hi, hello, uh, how is your day going? Like where are we starting with like oh, what are you looking for here? I had someone block me just yesterday because um they 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 messaged me on tinder we like matched on tinder and we were chatting for like you know strategy app <laughs> i was not on fag app you were not uh, on fag app i need that fag app we were talking for like maybe like 30 minutes and like we hadn't even gone into like so what's your deal what's what are you like mm-hmm. like you know, we're still on very much surface and it was like what are you looking for and i and i said well if i'm being honest i'm moving you know, in a few months, so I probably am not looking for much more than like a friends with benefits like situation. It's in block, instant block, instant block. And yeah, I like, okay, and I also cool. like I get what that message. Like I get why people are like asking that. Yeah, I think another thing that bothers me because whenever I on Grinder, when I did use it back in the day, mm-hmm. in my profile, I would explicitly like we fill these profiles out just to, yeah. for them to be ignored. Because, to be like, read, I, as I, we assume. 
so like when someone would message me like what are you looking for and I would I not to be smart I'd be like well I put that in my profile so like if you didn't want to message me unless the answer was a certain thing that's on you for not looking at right. my profile because like if I go look at your profile and you're like looking for hookups discreet only I'm not going to message you back because I no. um, that's not what I'm interested in right. and I realized like falling in love with someone on Grinder is like a lot to ask but like I want to like before we're even fucking I want to go on a date with you to see like can we like hold a conversation I did just, meet like, my last fucking. ex on Grinder. Yeah, I'm not saying it's impossible. I just am saying like, granted, it didn't turn out the best. Uh, but also, I have guys also where like I I I tend to fill out my profile. Like I have to actually take that seriously <laughs> yeah. and actually like put up like choose photos to put up blah blah. So I have like seven photos on my on my Grinder. And when a guy is like, "Do you have any pics?" I'm like, "I have a lot of pics. I have a lot of pictures." If you mean nude pictures. No, I'm not saying this to you. Or when they send you nude photos and like, okay, your turn. I'm like, no, no. Uh, That's like flashing someone in the street. Be like, now take (laughs) off your clothes so I can see you naked. Like, it's like, no, that's not it. I have a very polarizing opinion on (laughs) naked messages getting sent. Yeah. I, I don't always love it. But sometimes when it's right, it's right. Like sometimes I have gotten. I mean, if it's a, right, it's right. If you're feeling, I got a dick. I, was, I have gotten dick pics in the past, and I was just like, and I'm interested. Like, oh, I was sure. Like, oh, yeah, sure. I just I because I was like, that's a beautiful dick. But I have seen some terrifying dicks as like the first. They were like, it's just like, hey, and I'll say hey, and it's like their dick, and I'm like. You could have just sent the pic if you wanted to show me your penis. Like you could just send it. Like I didn't need. We didn't need. Sometimes they show me their dick, and I'm like, that's not much to show. Like that's not. Like I don't know why you're in such a rush to show it. So, I think one thing that really got me is like ashy dick. Have you gotten a picture of an ashy dick? Yeah. And like, you have rubbed yourself so raw. Like there is no moisture there yeah it's not the same color as your skin like it's a completely different color and i realize that sometimes that just happens but like it's definitely because you're not like hydrating (laughs) moisturizing this area you've you've been beating that meat so much it's like dehydrated (laughs) okay what was the second part of the person's uh thing so we can help them um i guess it was uh oh um, none of us want to settle, so are we doomed to? Are most of us doomed to be single? I say, not. It's one thing to not want to settle, but I would say sometimes I think it's good after a while. If you've been having like a series of like bad luck in your in your dating life, mm-hmm. I think it's good to stake take inventory and stock of what you've been doing, and maybe ask yourself. Am I looking at the same types of people all the time? Am mm. I really going that far out of my like wheelhouse? Mm. Am I doing all I could do? Because you're saying you, here, my I have reached a point in myself. It's so funny we're talking about the apps and things. Probably why I chose this. I've been thinking of just deleting the apps off my phone entirely lately because you I just am so. Because well, besides like the obvious like you're moving soon, why even do it? It's also I've just been getting a lot of negativity. And it's just like, is this healthy? Like, would you, like, if you were, if you walked into a store, if you went to a store and every time they went there, they like treated you like shit and called you like, you know, a dumb faggot. Like, would you keep going to that store? Probably not. So why do we keep going to these apps where we get like abused on them? So like, you know, I mean, so I think if you're not meeting nice people on these apps, like 
try a different avenue. Like maybe try joining like an LGBT uh, themed like, like specialty group. Yeah, or like yeah. a social group mm-hmm. somewhere where you can meet Hate new people. Because sometimes it's just about put sometimes about putting yourself in a new social circle mm-hmm. where someone might even be like, oh my god, you would be like you and my friend would be like a lot. You know, like, so many things can happen. Or yeah. someone might bring a friend, and suddenly you're meeting this new person you never would have met. You know. So I think uh, maybe get away from the apps if you're having such a bad experience. I think that's a hard thing to ask someone to do because it depends on like where you live and like what your access to other people is. So like as much as I like talk big game about being like I would never date a discreet guy, but like that's like sometimes people's only that's all they got. Like when they're living in a certain part of the country. Oh, absolutely. So my hometown. (laughs) I mean, Sometimes I had so way. many hookups with discreet dudes where I was just like, ugh, this feels so weird. I think this is like a tough pill to ask this dear reader, <laughs> dear writer, dear, dear writer, writer to swallow. But like, are you happy with yourself? Yeah. Because like, uh, I, f- there's like a twofold part to like, I feel like speaking from personal experience, mm. I am authentically myself like through and through doesn't matter the situation like you'll catch me talking like this at work you'll catch me talking like this to my friend you'll catch me like talking like this on the podcast right it's they're like the same person essentially there's there's different conversations and topics that i might not talk about but like the delivery is the same the way it looks is the same the package is Is always right right and i'm very comfortable and confident in what that is and how that's presented and this exists in a relationship and also outside of a relationship. So like, I am not always like constantly like looking to be in a relationship either. Mm -hmm. Like it's like nice when it happens. Right. Right. But like, I think because I'm like, okay, like with this, when I'm not in a relationship, I'm also still okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm wondering if this person like doesn't have that. And I realize as we age, like there's like, if there's a fight to be like, I need to be in a relationship now because like, that's what society tells us to be. But like, yeah, being confident in yourself and like running with that is like a lot better than pining for a relationship that may or may not happen. Yeah. And it can be hard to say, it, it can be really, you know, hard for someone to hear that and be like, but I'm lonely. And I'm like, I, I get you. Girl. Mm-hmm. Also, sometimes it's like, girl, sometimes you're just going to be lonely in this life. You know what I mean? True. Like, yeah. And I'm like, like, there are people in long-term relationships that are like, I feel so lonely in my relationship. So it's not even that pe- everyone in a relationship is, having this like better life than you you know what i mean that's right. like not the case and i would agree it's, it's something i've struggled with like because i definitely am like in this place where i would i would love to meet somebody but it's also like well but you've been single before like you know that you can survive life as yourself so i think it is good to get comfortable because also i do think the more like i think you're on the right track of just like I am myself. So when the right mm-hmm. person is meant to meet me, they're going to meet me as my like actual authentic self and it'll, it'll happen. But if you're like, I think sometimes people with dating, they put on different versions of themselves. Yeah. People even sometimes too. And so then it's like, like this isn't a game show. Like, you know, you're not like trying to like play by certain rules. You just need to be yourself. So I would say maybe this person might need to, you know, work on themselves a little bit and like would- feel more confident. I would also ask this person if someone did what you're asking other people to do, would that feel like an affront to who you are? Cause just think about it because I had someone message me once their first message was like, I own a house. I own this car. I make this much money. Like 
was like the first message. And I was like, hi, that's like, I could have learned that about you over the course of months, like literal months. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, if that was important to me, it would be something that would come up in conversation. It's not like what you're leading in. And that feels like very similar to what this guy is up to. Yeah. Dating is tough. Like I say, like mm-hmm. I, I mean, like no one's perfect. Right? No one's perfect. I've, I've, I've had to go through several journeys of like, okay, let's like pull this back. Like I'm, I mean, like I'm to a place now where it's like, okay, time to purge these apps off the phone, spend some time with myself, and reconvene when I've, like, basically when I've moved. To be totally yeah. honest, it's like, because I also feel like once I move if the world is in a place where I'm still allowed to do this at the moment, um, I'll be out exploring new places. So I'm down, I'm bound to meet people. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. And I think sometimes when we try to put like timelines and like, I would like to get a boyfriend this year. It's like, well, that might happen or it might not. And you'll... you can't like measure your success based on that. Either. Also that like, yeah, yeah. I, I struggle with that a lot where it's like, most of my friends are in couples and I'm one of the only single people I know. It's like, okay, but like, you know. See, when that happens, I often think about how rewarding it is to be single because whenever like someone complains about their relationship, I'm like, thank God I don't have like a second person to deal with. But also again, in dating, like sometimes things come up and like are unresolved and you don't realize them. Like when we (laughs) did our dating episode, I literally told Zach when we were done recording, I was like, I was like, fully triggered by something that Zach had said that I did not realize was going on in my life and like I have since now like resolved it but like I'm glad it got brought up because it was definitely unsettling whenever it got like boiled up so right oh I mean there were so many times like I think the main thing that healed me in my last breakup which was like a very hard breakup for me Mm -hmm. was listening to other people talk about their love lives and it would be like very similar situation to me and me going oh I'm not crazy you know I mean because sometimes you need to be like validated and like no, you're not, like, nothing's wrong with you. Like, right. this is just, yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Good luck, reader. I Good just luck, hope writer. that you, you know, if you can't love yourself. I'm not quoting RuPaul. That's not so. good. I, did, I didn't finish. I wasn't going to finish. <laughs> you can't love yourself. You can't love yourself. That's dumb. <laughs> Period. <laughs> you can't love yourself. You're an idiot. Imbecile. Fool. God. Well, I guess that's the episode. I guess, wow. Cool. That was All fun. Right. Well, what do you want to let the listeners know where they can find you online? I don't think it's Grinder. So certainly not on Grinder. You can find me on my YouTube channel at Hot Mess Tom H A U T E M E S S T O M, and that's also my Instagram handle. Looking for me in both places. I am also on Best of Pittsburgh nominated podcast. It bears repeating where we're talking a lot about Britney Spears right now. We just talked about everything that happened since June twenty third. And we are also like covering Britney's whole career and life, but we like decided that was more important to like come into the present to talk about that stuff. And that's like yeah. good listen. I think I learned a lot, but even though you think you know a lot and then you hear things and you're like, oh my God, there's like more to this. So much more to this. So, so much more. And Recollect is our Patreon only podcast where we like talk about music. It's very fun, very easy, a light listen, very fast every Wednesday. And I think that's it. Where can people find you, Zach? Uh, you can find me at Zachary with no H on Instagram and Twitter. You can support this pod at IAW Podcast. But like I said, we are spinning off into our own thing. So if you want to go ahead and join the socials for the show so you don't miss all updates in the future, you can follow at Messy Mondays Pod on Instagram and Twitter as well. As um, TikTok. 
and TikTok. And I, mean, I haven't seen a video. I haven't seen a. It's been a busy week. It's been a busy <laughs> I've been I've been following up on some like job leads that hopefully are okay. actually leading somewhere. So I've just been I just, a little. A I am only place. ever just joking whenever I bring it up. Well, I'm just I'm just letting you know okay. the, the real. I'm just letting you know what's really going on. Well, we um, we love for employment, so we hope love, for the best. Oh, love for employment, so we're, we're gonna keep our fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, I hope you have a lovely week, everybody. Yeah. I hope it's not too messy, or if Your it is, call in here at four one two four three seven eight five five eight. Or write into Messy Monday Show at gmail.com and leave your messy moments with us. We love that. Please. Do it. 